Kaketso Sejane on Cape Talk, your number one news and talk station. Tim Lundy, how you doing, bro? I'm very well in yourself. I'm good, I'm good. You had a, a good week since we last saw you. Have you... Refreshed. You know, yeah? Very much so, yes. Okay, the last time you were half asleep <laughs> in studio. <laughs> yes, and I'm, I'm definitely a lot better than I was last week. All right. If it's the first time that you tune into the show on a Thursday, run about this time, Tim, Tim Lundy's with us, and we're hiking with Tim. We explore all things hiking, mountain rescue. I mean, we've been walking a very interesting journey, excuse the pun. Um, and tonight we discuss caving and the Kalk Bay Caves. Hey, now. Yes. So, um, yeah, caving, something that I'm not... Uh, uh, I, I haven't done a lot of. I've I've done quite a few caves, um, but um, exploring caves is not really my thing. But uh, it it is quite a popular thing, so I thought um, let's give it a go and and talk about caving. So, um, there's obviously, and we, this particularly you you mentioned Kalk uh, Bay caves, but I would assume that there are many different caves that we have across the. Different mountain ranges. Yeah, no, there's city. caves all over the place. Yeah, um, and and new ones being discovered from time to time as well. Um, the the most obviously the most popular ones in Cape Town are Corkback Caves. Why are these are these just are these the, the 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 caves that we discussed before? Where at some point when you go through them, you have to crawl on yes. the ground. That yes, one. That's and that, you're like, if you're claustrophobic, don't do this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, one of th- one of the things that I went through um, through notes that my father gave me um, a couple of years back. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just going to pass this to you because it's just it, I found it very fascinating. Um, on the top of the page, um, that's a copy of the pages that my father had in 1955. Wow! Yeah, <laughs> it, the, it's titled "Guide to the Cog Bay and Musenberg Mountains: Walks, Caves, Campsites." Issued by the Cape Peninsula Fire Protection Committee. Yeah, 1955. So he would have been 14 years old at the time. So that's when he started exploring those caves. Wow. So I, th- I thought I'd bring it in and you can have a look at that because it's, it's fascinating. And what, what amazed me about it is the amount of caves that they actually are. And I think they've discovered a couple more since that was printed. Because here, okay, so I'm seeing the, the cave peak. Mm. Um, a section on the cave peak There's the Harbourview Cave There's the Lower Aladdin Cave Cloverly Cave Wormsland Cave White Dome Grotto I mean there's quite a few But what makes the Kalk Bay Caves so special? I think purely because they You you can go into them And um, they can be quite adventurous So you, you can go in I mean the one that is probably the most common And um, the most um, adventurous that people will go to and the, probably the most written about one is Boemslung Cave, mm-hmm. um, which I think I did probably earlier this year or late last year, um, which goes right through the mountain. So it's one of those things that people love to try and do and explore. But if you don't know where it is or you, you are not quite familiar with it, I wouldn't suggest doing it. So as, as we're discussing or as we're talking, I must say that I, I have pulled up a couple of YouTube videos of the Cog Bay Caves. Yes. Um, and <sighs> <laughs> are you are you claustrophobic by any chance? I'm I'm seeing these kids. No, I mean it looks like an amazing adventure, right? Yeah. Because yeah. it is discovery, and I see these little kids and the crawling, and they've got lights, and it's just it it they've got torches rather, and it it looks amazing. I'm not sure. <laughs> I are for you me. Scared of the dark? <laughs> 
for me i'm not sure but but obviously it is, it is an amazing experience if this is your kind of thing it is yeah if you into that kind of thing it is it is a, an amazing experience and there's um if we just have a look in those in the pages i can't remember exactly the the exact number of caves that are in here but it's actually quite uh, 67 caves on that one mountain range? On that one mountain range. And I think really? That's, that's why. It's 67? 67, yeah. You've got it around at Musenberg as well. So it's Cork Bay, Musenberg. Okay, so we've got these caves and then they turn into like these tunnels that people crawl through. How are they interconnected or are there specific ones where you can? I think some go of them are, yeah, I think some of them are interconnected. Um, Boomslang itself is not interconnected um, with any of the others, but there are others around it. So just to give you an idea of why they call Cork Bay or why Cork Bay got its name, mm-hmm. um, Cork or the proper pronunciation is Kalk. Kalk Bay, yeah. Which is, a Kalk means lime. Mm-hmm. So it's Lime Bay. And of course the caves were originally lime deposits. And over millions of years with water running through them, like right now when it's been raining like it has, mm-hmm. Boomslang you can't really go into because it's, sort of a ankle deep in, in water. So it's not really, you, you're not about to get onto your stomach and start calling the last section of it. Yeah. Because you, you're going to be swimming. If you've been through um, some of the caves, uh, please call us. What has been your experience? 021-446-0567. Um, I, I always, we always have to make sure that we go back to the warnings. Because yes. if... If it is, like you said, especially with Boom Slang that has been raining and, um, you know, water gathers, those who are not conscious, those who are not aware could find yeah. themselves in a spot of bother. So what are some of the rules or what, what should we be mindful of? I think the most important thing is if you're going to go into a new cave that you've never been into, rather go with somebody that knows it. Um, I, I made the mistake with my brother a couple of years ago. My father was stayed outside of the cave and it was the cave right next door to Boom Slang. Quite mm. a small crave, and um, went into it. And of course, my older brother, being wiser, he sent me in first. And he said, "Look, you go ahead." And of course, I went in ahead. Mm. And he just it kept going, keep going, and it kept on branching. So I kept on taking these different turns. And eventually, I got to a point where my knees were sort of behind my ears, <laughs> and um, it was a dead end. And so, of course, my brother just what? went. Um, okay, well, I'll, I'll see you back at the entrance. What? <laughs> and what is wrong with your brother? <laughs> <laughs> that's when I discovered that I have um, quite a fear of claustrophobia. <laughs> so, because here's the thing, right? And again, I'm, I'm still looking at some of these videos, and um, I think I, part of my fear is exactly that: is mm. getting stuck. But I think that's also why if you do go into your caves, go with somebody who knows it. Um, if they don't know the way, you can get horribly lost and you can get disorientated. Yeah. You know, when you're out in the mountains hiking and you can see the sun or you can see the stars or you can see the peaks, you still got a bit of an orientation. In a cave, once you turn around, everything looks totally different. And, of course, you turn the light off and it's complete. you can't see your hand in front of your face. Um, it can be very, very disorientating. Um, and panic can set in quite quickly. So if you're a person that does panic or, or has a sort of fear of small spaces, I wouldn't suggest Is there a cell phone signal? S- sorry? Is there a cell phone signal or Wi-Fi? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. 
<laughs> no, on a serious note, if, if at all you've explored some of the caves in and around uh, Kalk Bay, whether it be uh, Buamslang or the however many 60-something odd, um, which ones would you recommend? And how was Buamslang, um, which is one of the more favorite ones, as Tim mentioned? 021-446-0567. Have you ever had a moment where you were going through the caves, found yourself um, stuck, and there was just sheer panic, uh, like Tim experienced? But we also want the positive and the good story. The good stories. The nice thing, uh, Tim, is that I'm seeing a lot of kids doing this. Oh, yeah, no, kids absolutely love it. Um, you know, their adventurous side will come out, and, and they absolutely they love to, to explore and, and, and discover new things. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, kids absolutely love doing it. Um, but one of the things you've got to watch out for, which I didn't the last time I went in, was uh, the low ceilings. So sometimes if you're not watching carefully, you can actually bang your head. And right. the rock doesn't kind of feel a thing, whereas solid rock will hurt your head quite bad. We're talking about the caves, of course, that are up in the mountains. Um, access to them, how long is the walk from uh, whichever point? Where do you access? I so you, it depends on which one you're going to. But. Yeah. Generally, the, m- most of the people will access it from Cork Bay itself. Mm-hmm. Um, so you you walk up to Boys Drive and there's a, a path that goes off Boys Drive which will then lead up Echo Valley hmm. which um, you you get to a point where then the path veers off um, and again you've got to know you've got to have a guidebook or you've got to you've got to know exactly where you're going um, to get there right. um, there have been people that have got lost in those areas and and were they found I th- yeah yeah they were found okay there's there's nobody left in the, in, the, okay. in the caves okay um, but some of those some of those caves as well require rope work, so you need harnesses and you need people with hard hats and because you're going vertical, so mm-hmm. you're going straight down um, into caverns and stuff like that. So what? Yeah, you know, there's not all of them are just walk straight in. Some of them are straight down. And then what? And then you've got to lower yourself down. And then what? Abseil down, and then you you go through the tunnels and the caverns and different rooms and and then when you're finished and then when you're finished you go back to the entrance that you came into as in go up. you can find it and then go you, gotta, up. you gotta climb up yeah which which effectively means well it's not really underground because it's high in the mountain but but that's it's you're going deep yeah. into into the mountain into the mountain correct yeah sure <laughs> you know, we, we, you know, you know, we agreed, me and you, right at the beginning, that yeah. this is a step by step process for me, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right now, I'm hiking yeah. above. <laughs> yeah, we'll huh? get, you we'll there, get to the tunnels yeah. one day. Share your experiences with us, 021-446-0567. You did mention that with Booms, uh, Boomslang, um, you access one and you come out the other. Correct. Yes. Right? Is it also Echo Valley from that side? And where do you exit? So you, you actually walk around. You can do it from obviously both sides. Um, but I, I normally go around onto the Clear Valley side and then walk back through to Echo Valley. So you leave okay. Echo Valley and you go across, cross over to the other side of the mountain. And then you. But from Boys Drive to Clove Valley, that, that, that's quite a. No, it's not too far. No? No, no. There's a mountain in the way. You walk through that mountain. That's what I'm saying, though. That's what I'm saying, though. <laughs> it is the through the mountain yeah. that is long. It's a hundred, well, it's 150 meters. Only? That you, that oh, you walk okay. through. Because it's, it's nearer the top. So. He said only like he wants to do it. <laughs> Heather and Claremont, good evening. Hello. Hello. Hello, Tim. Hi, Claire. I was, I'm so pleased to hear you talking about Bumsang because recently our hiking group decided 
um, to do Wimstong from the Clavetti, oh no, from the Echo Valley side. And we walked up, we had GPS, we had all our maps. And, you know, we just could not find the entrance or say the exit, let me call it, but we were trying to go that way, you know, towards Clavetti. Right. And we struggled eventually. But the interesting thing was, and you're talking about the dangers of caves, one of us, then we saw we found an entrance and one of us slithered in. And she went in, she had her torch and everything, because you've got to have your torches. Oh, yeah. And she seemed to just disappear. So we were saying, what's happened to her? And we were shouting and shouting. She just didn't hear us. And, you know, when we eventually got hold of her and came out again the same way, we didn't go very far. Um, she actually couldn't hear us at all. Mm. The minute yeah. she was out of sight, she just couldn't hear a word. That we were, and we were all screaming after her. Anyway, we eventually then walked over the mountain saw the entrance from the Clavelli side, and obviously next time we'll do it from that side. Right. I mean, it is a wonderful hike, but you, I, I fully endorse what you say. You've got to have somebody with you who's done it before. Yeah. No, it, because it def- there are so many little dead ends in there. You know? Absolutely. And, and as you say, when you walk in there, the, the ground is covered in sandstone. Mm. So, yeah. Exactly. So it's yeah. almost like beach sand. So that yeah. just absorbs any sound that you yeah. can, you can it's scream it. your head off. No, you see, it's not going to go amazing. That right there. No, you see, Heather, I wouldn't want to be your friend. My, my <laughs> issue is if I'm that no. friend and I'm like, Heather, and you can't hear me, we got a problem. <laughs> we were amazed at how deaf, you know, how they just couldn't hear. But the interesting thing is that, um, okay, so we didn't do anything that was dangerous and we, in fact, we we're going to get hold of you, Tim, and okay. ask you to lead us through at some stage, which we will do. Yeah, sure. But um, the other thing is I heard of a very experienced hiker who went through those caves also got totally disorientated but fortunately he kept his senses and he just waited until there was a it was pitch dark mm. and until there was a wind coming through and he mm. realized when there was like a fresh wind coming through he could follow that to get out of the cave again mm. thanks for the call heather appreciate it thank you very much nathan and milnerton good evening good evening um i just was listening to the show and i it, brought back memories of uh, when I was a student, I used, okay, I grew up in Otsuan, and when I was a student, I used to work as a guide at the Kango Caves, and one of the most incredible experiences I ever had on several occasions was that what most people don't realize is that um, the Kango Caves itself, what what the public see is a very, very small part of what a very large limestone belt sure. at the foot of the Swartberg Mountains. And there are so many other caves in that area. And one of the great opportunities I got was that I was able to go into a lot of the other caves and smaller caves in the area. And um, there were some really, really interesting ones. And um, one that kept, where I thought about when, you, when, when, when your guest was talking about dropping right down, mm was there's actually one that if you go on the road from Otsun to the Kango Caves, it's right next to the road, you probably wouldn't have noticed, it's covered by a manhole. And um, basically what we used to do is we used to pull up to it with the, with the, with the, with the back of the bucky and uh, we used to attach the harnesses to the bucky, probably not the safest, <laughs> and we used to drop 35 meters straight down. No. Into, um, and uh, it was actually quite a cool experience. And um, I think probably one of my favorite ones was the fact that I got at one stage the chance to go into what's known as Kango 2 and 3, um, which is the part of the cave that's beyond what the public see. So mm. the Kango caves, Conroe exactly, probably about 5 caves long. What the public see is only about 1.2 caves of it. 
And beyond that is the most incredible speleothems, like formations that you'll ever see, pure white. And um, I'll never forget the opportunity to go into this complete darkness and you're shining a light in there and areas that mm. measure 30 meters by 20 meters, massive halls. What? That sparkle, mm. sparkle um, with, uh, when the light captures these uh, formations. Nathan, just to go back to you and your friends and the bucky and the harness mm-hmm. and being and dropping down 30 odd meters, was that... Was that um, you getting drop, dropping down and then walking through or <laughs> again going that deep only to explore and then have to come out the same hole? Actually, no. That particular cave is called Emerald Lake because inside the, la- inside the cave there was, it wasn't a very big area. It was, it was, a, it was you dropped into a cavern. It was mm. one of the smaller ones, but basically it had a pool inside it that was wow. green. Oh, That was what? And green. It was green. Don't ask me why it was green. I think it could just be probably cobalt or something, but it was green. Uh-huh. And um, you would drop straight into the into the to the lake. So um, you dropped. You swam in this freezing cold water, and then your paddles would have to lift you up because there was no way to connect you to the hole in the roof. You just had to harness and yeah. What is the name of the lake? Emerald Lake. Well, that's what the cave is called, Emerald Lake Cave. But I mean, I think the word lake might be of an exaggeration. It's more like a pond. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot, man. Thanks for the call, Nathan. And your pleasure. Cheers. Thanks. Man. Appreciate it, Nathan in Milneton. If you've got any more of uh, cave-related stories, Boomslang and others in and around the Cog Bay, Clow Valley area, give us a call, 021-446-0567. Um, Nathan and his experience of the Kango Caves, that's one... I have not. I'm yet to do that. I think I've only spent one or, yeah, I've only been to Oldsworthen once. It was work. I never got to really enjoy all that it's got to offer. But um, are there any, Tim, where we can go down and end up in a green pool? Not that I know of in Cape Town. Um, there is Weinberg Cave, but again, you need to know exactly where to go. I don't, I've never been to them, so I don't, I don't know exactly where they are. I'd have to go with somebody that, that has been down there. Um. Yeah, they, they, there's there's lots of caves around Cape Town. I mean, there's Elephant's Eye Cave. That I did. Yeah, have you done? Yeah, but that? I mean, yeah. that's 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 like it's okay. still a cave. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then you're going into the mountain. You still got the view. Yeah. You're not going that deep. I, I did that. That was yeah. actually in 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 December. I did that. Well, I'll take you to Judas Cave one day as well, which is above Heart Bay. Okay. That's um. It's not as as tall as uh, elephants are, but it's probably wider. Um, it's not as deep mm-hmm. either. Again, I want to make sure that we go, we come back to the rules, mm-hmm. because again, with exploring caves, besides the fact that no, you 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 know who you make sure that the person that you're going with was part of your team. There's somebody who knows what knows. they're doing. Yeah, exactly. They've done that before. Yeah. What else? Um, yeah, I mean, if you're going to go and do serious caving, then you need to have the proper kind of equipment. Um, so I've, I've got somebody that I know up in George that um, she does quite a lot of caving. And I mean, when, when she posts pictures, she's got like an overall that basically, because they have to get down and dirty on the ground and have to actually crawl through um, post boxes, for a better word, where you can barely fit your body through. Um, but then it opens out into another area. Um, yeah, for me, that's just... 
I, if I start Oh, even wriggle. you have limits. <laughs> <laughs> All along it's been about me, but even you have limits. Isn't that interesting? I do. Huh? I do. Um, I mean, I, as, as when Nathan was talking and I was looking for what he, he was talking about in Emerald Lake, um, and then I, I come across another video of Devil's Chimney, which is in Kango Caves. Mm. And it, it looks like what you're describing, where some really tight spots that these guys are struggling to squeeze through. I find that part of it to be completely unnecessary. Yeah, no, there's I, no need I, for I this. I did um, Kango Caves a couple of years back, and uh, went through an area called the Post Box. And yeah, I, people do often get stuck in there and they mm. panic. Mm. And the biggest problem about about panicking when you're in a closed environment like that is that your body does actually puff up a little bit. Oh, <laughs> you just plug the hole up. Uh, so <laughs> you've huh. got to actually try and calm down and stay, which is very difficult. I found it very difficult myself when my brother decided to walk off and leave me behind with my ear, my, my um, knees behind my ears. Have there been incidents in, in these caves? And what, you know, example, what, what, what would they, there what have, have they been? There have been rescues in, in caves. I mean, there was that one, not in South Africa, but the, 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 I think it's the longest rescue on record. Um, a couple of years ago in Germany hmm. where they'd been caving, but I mean, they, they take like days to go caving and in weeks, in fact, where they're inside a cave and they're exploring. This why, 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 <laughs> why? Because it's there. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Celia in Kenilworth. Good evening, Celia. Hi there. Hi. Uh, I want to tell you about my experience in must have been the, the early 60s. I went as a schoolgirl with the church guild, mm. uh, with the, the guys that all done these caves and everything, and we were going to do the Cork Bay Caves. Don't ask me what the hell, if it's a python or the whatever. Ah, uh, but we were climbing the mountain from Boys Drive. We went up, and all of a sudden the guys st- started disappearing into a hole in the ground. <laughs> and I said to the leader, I'm not going, I'll wait here for you. And he said, we don't come back this way. You've got to go through there. <laughs> and I followed these guys, and I was on my stomach following a pair of felt skins, which I couldn't see because I didn't have a torch. And we went on our stomachs because you couldn't stand up. It was like just a tunnel, low down. If you have a backpack, I don't know what you do. If you're a big person, I don't know what you do. And I went through. I still have nightmares about that. I will yeah. never do that again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you, I'm, so, I'm you, you sound like me, Celia. You sound like yeah. me. Yeah, join the club. <laughs> Thanks for the call. I'm sorry about your okay. nightmares. Yeah, bye. <laughs> Celia and Kenner with Jeff and Roy Ellis. Hey, Jeff, it's been a while. Hi, I'm well, thanks. And you guys? All right, man. Hi, Jeff. Good. Well, I want to tell you, it, it took me nine months at the Learner Officials Training College um, doing an underground stoping and survey course to convince myself that I would never make a good mole I would never go uh, <laughs> diving in caves or anything like that. I'll dive under the sea and I'll do all those things. But boy, oh boy, don't ask me to go underground and fiddle around in little smoky, uh, snuggly caves. Thanks, that son. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's it. That's the one. <laughs> that was a terrible experience. Wow, in those stopes and the heat and the miners all trying to get you to measure an extra couple of meters so they could get a bonus oh no thank you yeah yeah i'll I'll not go back there in a hurry 
Jeff, Jeff thank you. Else. Jeff, thank you. And also, I mean, you know, Jeff mentions that, mentions that which which reminds us that for some people, I mean, yes, it's not caving, but it's actually work. Miners, this mm. is what miners do. Yeah, exactly. I mean, going hectic meters into the ground, staying there practically the whole day at it. Yeah, we've got we've got the deepest mine in the world, um, and yeah, there's thousands and thousands of people yeah. that go down. And it's dangerous. I mean, when you start going down to depths where it's almost kilometers below yeah. the ground yeah. or the sort of ground level, yeah. um, you, you start start getting towards the center of the earth. It kind of starts getting a little dangerous then. Yeah. And, and, and also, let's not forget, on a very serious note, that and people for that get paid pittance. Exactly. And they, yeah, they've, they, they've sacrificed a lot to... To go and mine and and, yeah. and retrieve things that they'll probably never get to see in their lives. We got a call from from Claire, who um, and I know Claire was listening last week, saying, "Hey, asking you, Tim, if mm. you found the guy who went missing on the mountain in Wellington." As far as I know, I've heard nothing of uh, the gentleman being found. Unfortunately, yeah. Claire, that is the answer. Clem, uh, Tim, rather, um, hasn't heard. Uh, doesn't mean that it hasn't. It hasn't. Yeah, it doesn't mean. I mean, I just uh, as Wasa um, managers, we ha- I haven't we haven't received anything at this point. So, yeah. um, the assumption is that nothing. There is no further news at this point. So, I suppose we need to at some point <laughs> <laughs> go, go and do a walk go go to the go to Bonslag. Huh? yeah absolutely i suppose we'll, we'll um look let's let's get tranquility cracks yes. done first because yes. that's that that's like caves but there's no roof <laughs> We're going to be discussing that next week, actually, because that is our next talk. What is yeah. happening the 18th of August? 18th of August, yeah. 18th of August, if you um, missed out on, and of course you did if you're not there, <laughs> missed out on our walk out at Orange Clough, uh, which was incredible. We are going to be doing another walk as I give Ashley a side eye because he meant, he's, remember he said he was going to come. He was going to come and then did. the last yeah, minute exa- he failed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so what are we doing? Tranquil- tranquility Caves? Tran- tranquility Cracks. So, yeah, Caves. Like, <laughs> tranquility cracks is what we'll be discussing on the show next week. Yeah. And unlike um, Orange Grove, there are no limits. There's no to, permit. There's no permit. Right, but uh, Kim, uh, Tim also wants to keep the, the team quite tight. So um, the earlier one confirms the better. But we will mm. discuss this next week. Appreciate it, my brother. Cool, man. Thanks very much for having me. Tim Landy, of course, with us every uh, Thursday uh, from 9.30. You can get a hold of him. Go to Twitter at hiking cape town or to to uh cape town hiking.co.za get his book family walks in cape town tim yeah. lundy yeah, yeah I, was gonna, I was gonna say the um facebook page as well it's cape town hiking with tim lundy cape town hiking with tim lundy